Hi, this is Megan Cloherty, investigative reporter for WTOP News. If you like top news from WTOP, we think you'll love our new podcast called the DMV Download, where we take a more in-depth look at the biggest local stories of the day happening in our area. We hope you check it out. Coming up. Breaking news out of Bailey's Crossroads where a shelter-in-place order has been lifted. We'll tell you what police now think happened as they see shattered glass at a Starbucks and damage to vehicles. A judge says mail-in ballots in Maryland can be counted early. This is Kyle Cooper. Casting an early ballot in Virginia. I think it's just really important that everybody come out and vote. I'm Nick Ellinelli. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Wendy Gillette. The U.S. has publicly and privately warned Russia about using nuclear weapons. A U.S. official confirms the Biden administration has been privately warning Moscow not to use nuclear weapons. That on top of the public warnings the president has himself issued, most recently in his speech to the U.N. on Wednesday, as well as last Sunday on 60 Minutes. So it changed the face of war unlike anything since World War II. The Washington Post reports the back-channel diplomacy has included vague warnings of the consequences that would befall Putin's Russia. Stephen Portnoy, CBS News, the White House. Moscow is holding referendums in the territory it controls in Ukraine, seeking to make them part of Russia. Fiona is heading towards Canada after slamming parts of the Caribbean, including Bermuda. As residents pick up the pieces, Fiona continues to track north. In Nova Scotia, boat owners secured their vessels while others stocked up on food. We got everything all tied down and I have everything prepared. I got my candles, I got my batteries. With eight inches of rain expected to fall, Fiona is shaping up to be one of the most severe storms in Canada's history, where it's forecast to make its next landfall. Michael George, CBS News, New York. Virginia Senator Tim Kaine addressed the recent rash of school threats across the country. We have to have really good training of our school personnel to be able to understand the difference between a stunt and a threat that's serious. In Los Angeles, school officials are trying to combat recent student overdoses from fentanyl. The action comes a week after a 15-year-old student, Melanie Ramos, died from an overdose. Now LA schools will have supplies of another drug, Narcan, which can combat and lessen the effects of overdoses. We will have doses of Narcan available at every high school and middle school. LA school superintendent Alberto Carvalho. Narcan has a limited but highly effective way of reversing that condition. In the last month, there have been seven fentanyl overdoses in L.A. schools. Steve Futterman, CBS News, Los Angeles. Retired Supreme Court Justice Stephen Breyer spoke to CNN about the high court's reversal of Roe v. Wade. Was I happy about it? Not for an instant. Did I do everything I could to persuade people? Of course. Of course. But there we are. And now we go on. The full interview will air on CNN on Sunday. It was a tough day on Wall Street. The markets plunged. The Dow fell more than 1.5%, closing at its lowest level since late 2020. This is CBS News. Liberty Mutual customizes your car and home insurance, so you only pay for what you need. Visit LibertyMutual.com to learn more. Good evening. It is 6.03. Thanks for driving along with us on this Friday, September the 23rd. 68 degrees cool tonight. Hey, I'm Hillary Howard. And I'm Dimitri Sotis. 
breaking news on WTOP. The lockdown impacting a portion of Bailey's Crossroads since before noon today is now lifted. Initial reports of shots fired from a high-rise building turned out not to be true. We've got all the latest tonight from WTOP's Christy King. The shots were not fired from an elevated position, and the gunfire that shattered glass outside Starbucks and hit two cars was not from a high-powered rifle. And while you still see a heavy police presence in the area, uh, it's just because our investigation continues. Lieutenant Daniel Spital of Fairfax County Police says of the two cars hit by gunfire here on Leesburg Pike at South 7th Street. We do have some active leads that we are following up on. We do not have a suspect at this time, um, but we are still combing through a lot of evidence, um, and we're asking for the public's help. In Bailey's Crossroads, Christy King, WTOP News. Now to campaign 2022 on WTOP. Marylanders may know sooner who they elect in the upcoming November race thanks to a change in how votes are counted. A judge is allowing mail-in votes to be counted as they come in instead of waiting until the day after the election, which in recent elections has slowed down knowing the results sometimes by weeks. Montgomery County Judge James Bonifant, in agreeing to this change and granting the Board of Elections request, said if he didn't approve this, mandatory deadlines will be missed. This change is only for this election in November, and even though the mail-in votes can be counted early, the results of those votes will not be made public until after the polls close on election night. Mail-in ballots can start to be received in Maryland October 1st. In Rockville, Kyle Cooper, WTOP News. So this judge's ruling with the ballots did what lawmakers in Maryland could not, change the way mail-in ballots will be counted in November. Reaction from one of those who pushed for change. Maryland State Senator Cheryl Kagan sponsored a bill to allow elections boards to start counting mail-in ballots as they're received. But that bill was vetoed by Governor Larry Hogan, who at the time expressed concern about security. Kagan said the change was needed to get votes counted in a timely manner. If there's need for a recount, we want to make sure we have lots of time before the date by which people need to be sworn in to start their work representing the people. Hogan applauded the judge's decision that allows for the early canvas of mail-in ballots. The State Board of Elections has projected as many as one million mail-in ballots could be requested for the upcoming election. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. The campaign for Dan Cox, the Republican running for governor in Maryland, did not immediately comment after this decision. Meantime, in Virginia, people are already casting ballots in the November election. It's the first day of in-person voting. The midterm elections aren't until November 8th, but Virginians are voting now. Frank Anderson was first in line this morning at the Fairfax County Government Center. Well, it's kind of an annual tradition for me. I like to be among the first voters in the county. Why is he so passionate? At one time, he lost his right to vote. I had a felony conviction and uh, um, got my rights restored by a former governor, McDonald, back in 2010. Not only is today the start of in-person voting, it's also when absentee ballots start to be mailed out to voters who applied for one. In Fairfax County, Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. In case you're wondering, early voting in Maryland starts October 27th. It's October 31st in D.C. Coming up here right after traffic and weather, a far-right government with ties to fascism is poised to take power in one large European country this weekend. We'll dig deeper. Stay with us on WTOP. Your mission success depends on the security of your information. At Lidos, our scalable and high-speed full-spectrum cyber is that bedrock of security. We operate three of the four largest security operations centers for the federal government, applying decades of insights to deliver rapid, secure, and scalable cyber solutions for agencies of every size. When the mission is what matters most, Lidos delivers full-spectrum cybersecurity at scale and at speed. LEID dos.com slash secure.
carsforkids.org. Your car, running or not, can be picked up as soon as the next day. No title, no problem. Go to carsforkids.org today. 1877 cars for kids Donate your car today. Now accepting donations of land, homes, buildings, or any kind of real estate. You want it all? We have it all. NBC4's all-new afternoon lineup, weekdays. Smile with Kelly at 2. Connect, laugh, and feel good. Help solve mysteries at 3. Hey there, DC friends. Craig Melvin here, bringing you Dateline in Daytime. Then join Pat, Leon, and Doug for News 4. First at 4. Thanks for joining us this afternoon. I'm Pat Lawson-Muse. And I'm Leon Harris. NBC4's all-new afternoon lineup, weekdays at 2 on NBC4. Working for you. WTOP News Time 608. Slow or clogged drains? Call Michael and Son and get $100 off at train cleaning today. Traffic and weather on the 8s and Dave Dildine, tell us about that traffic. It's been a difficult Friday in many different directions, especially, but not limited to drivers heading for the Woodrow Wilson Bridge. The crash on the interloop of the bridge is uh, on the shoulder. The through lanes are open, delays remain. All lanes are open on both loops. Interloop backed up to near Branch Avenue. Outer loop slows near Van Dorn Street. In Montgomery County, the crash on the outer loop before River Road on the narrow left shoulder. Interloop past New Hampshire Avenue. One cleared out of the way last hour. Heavy traffic persists. 270 North still slow, riding past 121 Clarksburg. 70 westbound still heavy toward Hagerstown, but the crash near Route 40 is out of the way. 95 in Baltimore Washington Parkway generally slow between 198 and 100. At the Bay Bridge, eastbound traffic is a little heavy with two-way traffic remaining in effect. Westbound delays are easing in the district. Northbound on South Capitol Street across the Anacostia River on the Douglas Bridge. Delays lead to a crash at the base of the bridge near the Nationals Park Oval, squeezing by to the left, heading north past the ballpark on South Capitol Street. Southeast Southwest Freeway and DC 295. Volume delays, but without incident. In Virginia, I-66 eastbound, slow beyond Fairfax County Parkway under Route 50 and to a point before 123 where the crash remains on the left. Westbound traffic heavy but steady now from Centerville toward Manassas. 95 northbound near Fairfax County Parkway. Fire rescue heading to a new crash initially reported on the right side. Southbound delays into Woodbridge and slow in stretches out of Quantico through Stafford County. Can't find the new car you're looking for? Try a Fitzway used car. Next to a new car, Fitzway Cars Best. Visit Fitzmall.com for a good car and a safe car you can trust. That's the Fitzway. I'm Dave Dildine, WTOP Traffic. Strong Team 4's Amelia Drake. The breezy winds will diminish as the sun goes down tonight right around 7 p.m. Temperatures in the 60s for the evening hours with overnight lows in the 40s. So cold tomorrow morning, nice tomorrow afternoon with highs in the upper 60s to mid-70s and plenty of sun. Some scattered showers on Sunday, mainly later in the day. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Amelia Draper. Right now, we still have blue skies, but uh, boy, it's going gonna, it's gonna to get dark soon. It's happening. 68 at DuPont Circle, 64 in Germantown. We've got 68 degrees in Annandale, brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. It's now 611 on WTOP. Another far-right party is surging ahead in elections in Europe. This time, it appears to be poised to take control in Italy. Polls show that Georgia Meloni, who leads the Brothers of Italy party, has a clear edge in polls ahead of Sunday's election. And let's talk to Emanuele Ottolenghi with the Foundation for Defense of Democracies. Thank you so much for being with us this evening. 
Thank you and good evening to you. It's so interesting because during the last election, uh, Maloney's party only got 4% of the vote and now they're poised to take over the prime minister job. Tell us how this happened and tell us about Georgia Maloney. To a large extent, it has to do with the fact that uh, Georgia Maloney alone among the, the parties uh, uh, running on the center-right uh, for these new elections uh, uh, set in opposition uh, during the entire tenure of the outgoing government led by former um, European Central Bank uh, uh, Governor uh, Mario Draghi. And uh, I think that is probably one of the reasons why she pulls so strongly. She, you know, she comes through as somebody who's been coherent with her positions. Um, but of course, uh, there is uh, the shadow of her political heritage. She rises from uh, a, a neo-fascist experience uh, as a young activist uh, in the uh, you know, pro-fascist or post-fascist parties of First Movimento Sociale Italiano, which was really the heir of the fascist party that uh, um, uh, governed Italy during the dictatorship uh, through World War II, and then Alleanza Nazionale, which was the kind of uh, post-fascist party that uh, tried to distance itself from, from that past, but basically retained a lot of the figures and the ideas uh, of that um, uh, authoritarian right-wing uh, heritage. So there is a shadow uh, clearly uh, cast above uh, this party, and some of its ideas and uh, the, the positions uh, uh, promoted by the party or some of its members are clearly not aligned with Italy's commitment uh, as a member, founding member of the European Union, a member of NATO, uh, a strong partner in the transatlantic alliance, uh, uh, and so on. So uh, it, it casts uh, a shadow and it raises a lot of concerning questions about the direction of Italy once she wins these elections as is expected, especially because the two main partners in the right-wing coalition, uh, Forza Italia from uh, former Prime Minister Berlusconi and the Northern League uh, led by former Minister of the Interior Matteo Salvini, are uh, very much aligned with uh, uh, pro-Russian positions uh, and uh, Euroscepticism. So I'm sorry to ask a big question and only leave you a few seconds to answer. What is happening in Italy right now to make this possible? Usually uh, every country has some poor people, disenfranchised people, people that feel like they can't get ahead. But what is the atmosphere there that is fueling this candidacy and this victory? Um, a decade and a half of lost opportunities and poor government that has driven the economy uh, deeper into debt with a lot of structural problems. Uh, politicians that have been unable to address uh, uh, the challenges for the country except with populist measures that have only made economic matters worse and a populist that is largely disillusioned with the political class that has led us uh, for so long. And that, I think, is driving this vote uh, this Sunday. Emanuele, thank you so much for being with us. Really appreciate it. Thank you. That's Emanuele Odolenghi with the Foundation for Defense of Democracies. A lot of football to talk about next. At Sandy Spring Bank, we care about people, not transactions. So we concentrate on creating personalized solutions to start or grow a business that provides for your family to purchase a home that will house the memories you make there, to save so you can enjoy today and then pass on your legacy to future generations. We believe real banking is a conversation. Let's talk. 
Visit sandyspringbank.com slash real. Mortgage, home equity, and other credit products offered by Sandy Spring Bank. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. Hello, Frank Hanrahan. Hello, Hillary, and it is a big weekend. Of course, it always is when we get to Friday. A lot of football ahead of us. We got some college football tonight. Virginia visiting Syracuse in about 45 minutes or so. As uh, Syracuse is off to a good start, that's why the Wahoos are 10-point underdogs. The Commanders are 6.5-point underdogs Sunday at home to the Philadelphia Eagles. We know they travel well. Kickoff is at uh, 1 o'clock. Now, Commander's Chief Operating Officer Greg Resch, among the early hires to uh, Jason Wright's leadership back in 2020, is leaving the Commanders after less than two years. Resch said he's taken a new opportunity in his hometown of Baltimore, where his family lives. Baseball, Nats, Marlins, first pitch in about 25 minutes or so from down south. Josiah Gray pitches for the Nationals. Orioles, a visit from Houston. Yankee slugger Aaron Judge, another crack at 61 homers. Later on tonight, Frank Andrahan, WTOP Sports. Top stories we're following for you on WTOP. A shelter in place has ended in the Bailey's Crossroads area of Fairfax County. It turns out somebody wasn't using a high-powered rifle to shoot from a high-rise apartment. That was the early report. But police now say two unoccupied vehicles were hit by bullets shot from a handgun in a parking lot. A Maryland judge rules that elections officials can start counting mail-in ballots as soon as October 1st. However, no results will be revealed until polls are closed election night. The governor supports the decision. Hurricane Fiona is expected to become a massive post-tropical storm as it slams into Canada this weekend. It'll still have hurricane-force winds, and there's concern Fiona could be one of the most severe storms to ever hit the maritime provinces when it makes landfall tomorrow. Keep it here on WTOP for more on these stories in just minutes. Coming up in Money News. It's another day of sharp declines across the board on Wall Street. I'm Steve Dresner. It is 618. You know what that means? Traffic and weather on the 8th. Dave Dildine's got traffic. In D.C. at the Potomac and Anacostia River Bridges, northbound on South Capitol Street on the Douglas Bridge. A crash at the base of the bridge near Nats Park Circle. The right side remains blocked on I-395 from the Southwest Freeway to Northern Virginia. The crash is on the Case Bridge before Potomac Park and blocking the center lanes on the bridge before the 14th Street Bridge. In Virginia on I-66, eastbound between 50 and 123. The most recent wreck was blocking the left side. Westbound traffic still heavy beyond Centerville toward Manassas. On eastbound Route 7 after Loudoun County Parkway, caller says the crash remains. The right lane remains blocked. 95 northbound heavy toward Fairfax County Parkway. A crash mostly on the right shoulder. Southbound traffic slow out of Quantico. Northbound still a bit heavy in Fredericksburg. Following 95 onto the south side of the Beltway, it's still heavy and slow from Van Dorn Street to get across the Woodrow Wilson Bridge. Long delays out of Prince George's County on the interloop from Branch Avenue toward the Wilson Bridge. For a long while, a crash in the through lanes had bottled bottleneck traffic. It's on the left shoulder. Local and through lanes are open. It will take time to recover. Eastbound at the Bay Bridge, traffic is beginning to ease back, but still a little heavy with two-way uninterrupted for most of the afternoon. In Montgomery County on the outer loop, the crash before River Road, it's a distraction, but it's on the shoulder. Interloop still very slow out of northern Virginia and on the interloop through Silver Spring. The crash after New Hampshire Avenue 
should now be clear. 270 North still slow past 121 Clarksburg. I-70 westbound near Route 40 Hagerstown. A crash is clear. It's Small Business September on WTOP, presented by Eagle Bank. Get advice from local leaders on how to navigate today's business climate. Go to WTOP.com and search Small Business September. Dave Dildine, WTOP Traffic. Storm Team 4's Amelia Draper. A beautiful autumn day with breezy winds, clear skies, and temperatures on the cool side. Temperatures will stay in the 60s for most of the evening hours, but overnight will fall into the 40s. So a cold start tomorrow morning. The winds diminish just after sunset, sunset at about 7 o'clock. After a cold start tomorrow morning, a beautiful midday and afternoon with highs in the upper 60s to mid-70s. Plenty of sun and light winds. More clouds on Sunday and warmer with highs near 80 and some scattered showers. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Amelia Draper. Oh, what a beautiful evening out there. 68 at Reagan National and at BWI Marshall and at Dulles. And it's brought to you by New Look Home Design, the roofing experts. Call 1-800-279-5300. Still ahead here on WTOP, a rash of I can't say car thefts, but people are stealing all four wheels off of cars and just leaving them there wheelless. That's happening in D.C. Also ahead. A self-taught chef is showing off his skills on social media with big plans for the future. I'm Melissa Howell. Stay with us at 621. Here's a highlight from Juliana Vita, the group vice president and chief strategy advisor at Splunk. On Federal News Network's Cloud Exchange webinar sponsored by Splunk. Cloud can help us optimize. It can help us automate a lot of processes and tools that hold our workforce back, that keep people from being productive, that keep people from enjoying their work. So that automation orchestration concept. Listen to the entire discussion on Federal News Network. Search Cloud Exchange. Public sector leaders today have to make decisions at speeds their missions demand. Any delays or errors can be costly. Splunk Cloud Platform is helping IT, DevOps, and security teams make confident decisions so they can secure, operate, and innovate faster across multi-cloud and hybrid cloud environments. And with peace of mind, knowing our platform adheres to rigorous security and compliance standards, including FedRAMP Moderate. Learn how Splunk can support your missions by visiting splunk.com slash public sector. Energy costs are up. So are carbon emissions. But with healthy insulation systems, you can save big and reverse the impact of global warming. Hi, I'm Brian Cavey with Insulators and Allied Workers Local 24. Operating a commercial property means saving money and the environment. By replacing or improving your mechanical insulation systems, Local 24 can cut costs and reduce carbon emissions. So contact us today at insulators24.org. Save big and go green with Insulators Local 24, the energy efficiency union. 622. Hi, I'm Jeff Dick, Chairman and CEO of Main Street Bank, here to talk to you about relationship banking. For business owners, it's a serious matter. A good relationship with your banker, your accountant, and your attorney is critical. Knowing your banker will be there for you in good times and in not-so-good times makes all the difference in the world. Visit mstreetbank.com. Main Street Bank. We bank where you breathe. Main Street Bank. Member FDIC. A 3% listing fee doesn't sound like a lot when selling a home, until it's your money. Cap Center offers a 1% listing fee. That's an average savings of over $5,000. 
As a web manager, numbers are important to me, but so is service. My agent made the process a breeze. The savings that CapSetter provides was just a bonus. Keep the process simple and save money with a 1% listing fee. CapCenter. Believe it. Equal housing lender. Restrictions apply. Visit CapCenter.com for details. NMLS ID number 67717. NMLSConsumerAccess.org. This is WTOP News. 623. Terry Robinson, a Florida man, rented a car to visit friends here in the district. At about 1 a.m. yesterday, he parked in a lot outside his friend's building in Northwest. When he came out back, all four wheels from the car were gone. The vehicle was held up by yellow soda crates, and there were lug nuts all over the pavement. ABC7 says no arrests so far, and there have been a rash of these kind of crimes. Can you imagine coming out and being like, uh-oh, I really guess can't. I'm not getting home this I'm way? I'm not sure what I would do if... If that happened. Tough. Well, in this case, a tow truck truck driver says he hauled away uh, the car and he's hauled away multiple cars with stolen wheels from different parts of D.C. 624, a local chef making a name for himself on social media. And he says he's just getting started. From southern favorites out of Mississippi to specialty dishes out of Seattle, Chef Boyd Brown III grew up in the kitchen. Those Saturday mornings, smelling the sausage cooking, the pots and pans rattling around. His drive to learn kicked in during college. 16 years and 200,000 TikTok followers later, his takes on traditional food favorites have been a hit. My recipe ebook that's dropping next week has one of my favorite dishes. It's a oxtail and gruyere sandwich. So what's next? Well, he hopes to eventually open a restaurant here in the DMV and is encouraging others to take a chance on themselves. You have to put in the work. Melissa Howell, WTOP News. Money news at 25 and 55 after the hour, but this is news you might not want to hear. Here's Steve Dresner. Wall Street ramps up another turbulent week of trading. Down on Friday, 46 are losing 1.6%. The S&P 500 was off 64, and the NASDAQ fell 198. Ground operations personnel for JetBlue were close to gathering enough votes to unionize. JetBlue's pilots and flight attendants are already unionized. A vote could take place while JetBlue is currently in the process of trying to acquire Spirit Airlines. Spirit has more than 80% of its employees that are represented by unions, while JetBlue has only 46%. Steve Dresner, WTOP News. Well, it's been quite a saga in Bailey's Crossroads today. Some people that happen to be shopping in that area late this morning have been stuck there. And there was a shelter-in-place order for quite a number of hours. It all has to do with some car windows shot up and a Starbucks store also uh, sustaining some damage. We're trying to figure out exactly what happened there with shots fired earlier in the day. Christy King on the scene for us. Stay close to WTOP. Money News brought to you by Whole Foods Market. At Whole Foods Market, take 25% off sustainable wild-caught fresh swordfish steaks through October 4th while supplies last. Plus, Prime members save an extra 10%. Shop in-store or online. Terms apply. Here's a highlight from Jason Nee, the principal cyber architect at Lido Civil Group, on Federal News Network's Cloud Exchange webinar presented by Lidos. When you move from a traditional data center to a multi-cloud environment, many things changes. And in terms of security, right, you're moving from traditionally you could deploy a firewall to a brand new environment that embraces today's modern cloud-based technologies, which also bring in a new set of cloud tools that which we had never seen before. Listen to the entire discussion on Federal News Network. Search Cloud Exchange. Your mission success depends on the security of your information. At